Hello and welcome to episode 137 of the Gamers Advocate. I'm one of your hosts, Adam Bankhurst, alongside Billy and Jackie, and the return of the kid, Adrian Wheeler. I'm back. Welcome back, Classic Dude <laughs> 97 or whatever. Well, <laughs> I'm nuts. We missed you, man. Thank you. I miss you guys too. How was your uh, day all around the world finding you know a cure for all of our ailments? Well, I tried. I looked, um, but I, I couldn't find them. Uh, in Milwaukee or California, uh, no such things existed. Um, but yeah, so the first weekend I was I was off. I was moving into this new apartment, um, this new Airbnb situation. I'll be staying in for the next two months while I finish out our contract with the hospital here. Um, and then hopefully, well, I'll be moving on, but hopefully to the uh, location I want. Um, how many how many times have you moved in your life so far? In my for this job specifically, or just like. Just with like family too. Give me some totals. I don't okay, know. so I was born in '94, and then I moved. <laughs> for, Classic '94. Uh, yeah, I moved with my family uh, from my childhood house to a different one in 2005, and then I moved to college. Uh, so I moved around a lot in college because you know you get a new apartment uh, all the yeah, time and shit. Yeah. Um, but then as an adult, I um, left college, went back to Columbia, Missouri basically where I grew up for a few months. And then I got this job with Bluebin and then they sent me out to Monterey, California. Um, so I moved out there and then I moved from there to uh, Columbus, Ohio. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Oh, okay. uh, and then from Columbus to uh, Milwaukee up here. And then. Oh, that's not too bad. I, I yeah. mean, recently here, it just seemed like you were in a different place every week. Well, yeah, <laughs> it was, especially here in Milwaukee. Cause I moved into the first Airbnb and if you guys remember, I was there for literally one night when I got a message from Airbnb support that was like, yeah, you guys, yeah, you have to move because we, uh, the owners uh, have violated uh, terms and service agreement. So you can nice. no longer stay there. So I had to move after a single night um, and it had already snowed on Halloween night um, up here in Milwaukee. And then I moved into the place I was in with the loud motorcycles that drove by every 30 seconds I, if you remember I, I just saw an article last night like airbnb is like there's a ton of like scammers like they they set you up at the place and they're like oh well it's flooded or the electric doesn't work and you have to go to this other place which is basically like a like a shit dump and yeah like yikes i've heard stuff like that and i was worried about it for a little bit but the fact that like i got the message from like airbnb customer yeah. support i was like yeah it's probably legit so um yeah. scammers even in airbnb which is just ridiculous but yeah anyway so well, I'm glad you actually yeah. have a place to, to sleep and live. Yeah, I'm glad I have a place to sleep. The internet sucks. Um, it's <laughs> five megabytes per second, megabytes per second. Um, it's truly awful. I get disconnected all the time. Uh, so yeah. I live in this building with like, I think it's connected to like eight units. I thought it was four originally, but I think it's eight. And I'm pretty sure everyone uses the same Wi-Fi network, like all eight people. Just eating it up. <laughs> so, because it's just, I don't have access to the router or the modem. It's somewhere in the Yikes. apartment building. So, yeah, I don't like that. Um, <laughs> I lag all the time. It's very difficult to play multiplayer games, which is a, is a lot of what I play. Uh, so, but good times. But the week before that, or the week after that, I uh, went out to California to visit my girlfriend. Um, and we went uh, on a road trip, went to a few different national parks. Um, Went to Redwood National Park and um, did Blast you go to Volcanic. Did you go to Mount Rushmore and try to get like Trump 
like chiseled into the rock? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I would try and probably chisel it out if I was oh, there. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that hard to chisel um, the giant one. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Well, not from what yeah, not, more like mushroom, there. but were the okay. redwoods were the were the redwoods as impressive as everyone says they were? <laughs> they were. It was it was it was gorgeous. Um it was yeah, yeah. it was a national park, but it also had a bunch of state parks next to it. Uh so we went to a lot of different uh ones of those, went to some state beaches. Uh it was gorgeous. The weather was nice for the most part. It rained a little bit in the mornings uh from like eight until nine. It was raining and then it would clear up for the rest of the day. Um but so yeah, it, they Touch some big wood out there. Or how oh did yeah, that, how did that work? Yeah. Okay. I, did. I just had to get. I didn't get one of those in there. I mean, when you see giant redwood, you know. <laughs> yeah. If you didn't, uh, then this show has been wood. pointless. Well, Adrian, uh, we're happy to have you back in the show. Yeah. On the show, we missed you because I yes. just wrang- wrangling these guys without you, and it's very a very yeah. difficult task. But <laughs> before we move on, I mentioned yeah. this in the Pope pre-show. There are two complaints i'd like to file against the <laughs> other three people you see here um, right, let's, it might let's, not let's, be what you think obviously uh, the i played the build at the wait uh i am <laughs> I need to contact my i'm very upset with you oh god Bill, <laughs> you the, first one, the first one is kind of joking um y'all talk shit you didn't talk shit but y'all Yo. besmirch the name of interstellar yeah, probably which is the shit. greatest movie of all time and i will oh, not wow. stand for it that's kind of boring at parts, hundred percent. Dude, have you ever even seen The Godfather or Hereditary or I've uh, seen one the of the Big those. Lebowski? Have you seen? I need, watch, I need to watch Interstellar again. I need to do that again. A, there's a lot more like farming scenes that needs to be like eh, here we are back at the farm and they're upset about <laughs> something. Like yeah, my crops aren't growing. Like who cares? I get it. Anyways. Who cares about your crops, old man? Yeah, like they're burning. All right, great. <laughs> Moving on. Get uh, me back in this space. Get me back the space. the second complaint is a bit more serious. All right. Uh, and it's directed directly at Jack. <laughs> of course. And I quote, Fall Guys will be like Rocket League and die after a month or two. <laughs> it is five years later and Rocket League is a massive success. Its esports events get over 100,000 viewers each time they go live. That's nothing. I and I don't know how many Miller Millers millions of <laughs> players they get each month, but yeah. it's at least one, at least one million. I'm sure <laughs> it's a massive success, and uh, you have I pissed me that. off. I'm over it now, but you pissed me off when I heard <laughs> that. You're so angry at the time. I love it. <laughs> Jack and his hot takes. More upset about the uh, about the Halo. Uh, no, no, that one was in good fun. I am. Um, hey, wait! I, I'd like to I like uh, through my attorney respond. Um, I 100% agree with you on Rocket League, but part of why you're saying that is just because you said I'm good at it. <laughs> I mean, Rocket League, how many people um, love Rocket League players? It, it it, Interstellar is a good movie. I didn't call it a trash movie. It's a good movie. No, you just didn't um, agree that it's the greatest it. movie of all time. So that no, it's, not it's not. It's not even close. Not Damn. even close. Inception is, Inception is there wasn't even any gone. monsters in it. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, fine. It was a great movie. It was brilliant. <laughs> It was the best movie I've ever seen. (laughs) That wasn't my internet. That was that was was me. Great quit. I love it. All right, Adam, take it away. I will. So thanks for the (laughs) updates, Adrian. We appreciate it. And I want to thank all of you who are watching us live on twitch.tv slash Adam Bankers, where we go live every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, unless we don't. 
<laughs> we are on got, me unless you can't there you exactly go. and we've got a lot of good stuff to talk about but i i know adrian just kind of stole the show but we're gonna have him steal it one more time because he had a brilliant idea to start a brand new segment that we'll be doing at the gamers advocate over the next few weeks and uh it should be pretty fun so adrian why don't you explain yeah. to the people listening so they can think about what their choices are Sure thing. It's a little bit convoluted, but I'll do my best to explain it. I sent a giant novel to these guys yesterday to help explain it. A lot. Essentially, uh, over the next few weeks, we are going to be um, listing our favorite games of each year of this past generation. Technically, the generation started in 2013, but only for like, you know, the consoles came out in November. So it was only a few months. So I'm starting in 2014. So 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. That's seven years. So yeah, we counted over the next <laughs> seven weeks. You're good. Yeah, we're going to be listing our favorite game um, of that year of this generation. So next week, we'll, this week's 14. Next week will be 15. So we'd love for you guys to write in uh, with your favorite games of that year uh, each week that we do this, uh, just to have a fun interactive segment uh, with the listeners. Um, you guys, if you want, as listeners, can do this next part. But what we're going to do, uh, we're also going to include uh, three extras. So the three extras are going to be uh, just extra games uh, that we love. So say, for example, in 2016, you have two games that you can't decide between. You can make one of those your extra game. Um, and you will have three of them to add up to 10. So you'll get seven from the actual years and then three extras to add up to 10. And then once we're done each with uh, once we're done with 2020, We'll then uh, move on to ranking our top 10 um, personally. Uh, and then after that, I think we'll, we're going to try to come together as a podcast, uh, as the gamer's advocate, and make our uh, list um, as the four of us. Yeah. So, <laughs> like the Avengers. Yeah. So, so we, we, the incredible we do bulk. seven and then three and carry the one. Well, <laughs> I know you it's a lot it. of math, Jack. Uh, just that? try and keep up. So, elevator pitch. Next oh, seven weeks, pitch, pick there. your favorite year. Or pick your favorite game of the year, and then at the end of all that, we're each going to list our top 10, and then after that, we're going to debate what the best 10 games are of this generation, leading in yep. to the PS5 and Xbox Series X. I just and called us the Avengers and called myself the Incredible Bulk, and nobody, nothing, nothing, none of you. Yeah. Shut up. I didn't hear that. Go to your room. Bill, you're just so funny, I'm numb to it now, you know? It's kind yeah, of that's, what it is. that's what my wife says, but I don't believe her either. <laughs> And I want to. I don't give a shit anymore. (laughs) Yeah, I want to make a little distinction. So I've chosen, or at least I I thought I did. I might have messed it up when I said it. I'm personally going for me. I'm doing my favorite games of each year. I'm not necessarily going with like game of the year. Like critically, this is the best game because I think even though I didn't love Red Dead Two, I think Red Dead Two in 2018 is probably as a technical like game the best of 2018. I would. I would personally say but i'm not doing it i'm doing my favorite so um yeah i'm just wanted to because i don't know there can be a difference between best and favorite yeah i think it's more fun to do it's your personal ones like just what, what one. to you. Yeah, plus i don't give a shit what somebody else thinks is the best if it's stupid <laughs> it's stupid <laughs> exactly so yeah that's so that'll be exciting great idea adrian yeah. and should be fun but you know before we get into all that and some of the big topics like halo infinite's delay and epic's fight against apple and google What's everybody been playing? Anything exciting? None of your business. None <laughs> of your business. None Thank yet. you. Good night. Good um, night. We're done. Really Bill got his first win. I got, Bill's been winning all day. Yeah. yeah. We've been playing. My wife and I have been playing Fall Guys all week. She got the first family win last night. And then I got my first family and second win back to back this morning. 
right before we went on. Nice. Hey. That's awesome. So she got like win win in the household, huh? She did, absolutely. <clears throat> okay. Um, I got second placed once, and I'm thinking, man, this is gonna be Tetris all over again. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, <laughs> It's going to be one of those things that haunts me forever. Like yeah, Tetris for, the, for the record, I got first place in Tetris. I'm no still holding strong at third place. No that's one else right, that's my best it. third. And, and Bill's tried so hard. And Wait, Jack, you got what place? You got? I got first place. You got first? Wow, yeah, Tetris, dude. Yeah. You guys suck. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do better than first place? <laughs> what? No, Jack is great. You guys suck. You guys can't get first place. That's true. <laughs> wow. That is true. But I don't suck at Fall Guys anymore. Two in a row. Two in a row is pretty impressive. That is impressive. And my third, the third one in a row, I got to the final round before I lost. So I almost pulled off a three-peat. Very impressive. Yeah, I went, I was playing last night with uh, Jose and Pat. And we, I got my first victory as well. I think Pat got two last night. But yeah, I got my first one on Hexagon and it felt glorious. I felt alive for the first time ever. Nice. Ever depressing. <laughs> in anything but yeah that, that yeah that, that, like your child's born and he's like yeah but you know whatever so is it safe to say you guys are like addicted to fall guys now i don't i don't think addicted is the right word but i am enjoying it it's especially fun when okay. you play with friends so i'm very excited for our gamers advocate game night tonight saturday august 15th at 9 p.m eastern standard time where we're going to be playing Fall Guys on PS4, and then probably jumping into some Warzone after that, which is crossplay to do yep. some fun stuff. So it should be should be a good good time. It's that game is definitely better with friends. It's fun by yourself when you got people to play with. It's a good time because then you can cheer people on and revel in their disasterness. Hell yeah, I'm excited to try it. I haven't tried it yet. Jack, you yeah. said you haven't either. No, I've not. I've not played it. I haven't downloaded it. I don't even have it. So I got to prep. <laughs> well, you should probably. It's only like seven or eight gigs, so as long as your internet's not as trash as yeah. mine, it took me four hours to download it. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> Dude, well, I'm glad yeah. it was just—it's not Call of Duty. So, uh, yeah. and if it, yeah, if anyone's watching now and wants to play Warzone with us, and you have an Xbox, surprise, you have a 66 gig update. So <laughs> get on that. Yes. Boom! Did you this hear about the reasoning behind that? No. So apparently, they just had to fix one simple thing, uh, and oh. so the download files on um playstation and pc are right around one gig but they said due to some error on x on microsoft's part they have to it doesn't actually increase the file size of uh modern warfare on xbox uh but they have to still like delete some and then reinstall due to reinstall a third of the game yeah due to some error on microsoft's part so (laughs) nice unbelievable yeah it's kind of insane so, right. yeah, so yeah, error on Microsoft's part, we can't play any games that Microsoft owns and as in its own studios, and it's a piece of crap. So, <laughs> ouch, it's bananas. Yeah. Oh, we lost. Yeah, how does that happen with Halo and Microsoft? Halo yeah. and Microsoft, like what the hell? What do you mean? The no crossplay. Oh, oh, well, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah, coming. Okay. yeah, that's what <laughs> it's said. coming in 2020. I had an ex girlfriend yeah. that always claimed that too. Never. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We'll yeah, once happens. uh once crossplay hits here, I'm ready to take y'all on in the arena. Yeah, I know that'll, that'll on be the, on the ring. That'll be really fun. I still think it would be awesome if they tied Master Chief Collection into Halo Infinite's multiplayer and just made it like the definitive Halo multiplayer yep. experience. That would be so amazing. I would love that. Um, yep. But yeah, maybe Me, some. I've been I've been playing uh yeah some Fall Guys and little Valorant because I'm still trying to get these adorable fox skins for my guns that are just so cute. 
And I just I still love that game. I don't know. It just feels so good to play. I'm a big fan. But I also jumped into Final Fantasy 14 for like the fourth time oh, trying to really? start it. Because <laughs> they released their big patch 5.3, which so Final Fantasy 14, I've heard from a ton of people, is like the best Final Fantasy story, one of the best games ever. It's absolutely incredible the way the things they do, all this kind of stuff. But the problem is a realm reborn, like the first part of it is kind of a slog. It's kind of hard to get into. Um, so this patch like streamlines that quest and removes a bunch of fetch quests. I think it removed like 13% of all the quests in the, the original game and stuff like that. So it's a lot easier to get to the really good stuff. So I'm nice. giving it another shot. I've only played like a couple hours, but it's fun. I'm, I'm enjoying it so far to, to play <laughs> it. And there's, you know, I got this, these, this drop or this, uh, some DLC thing that came with because I was a, a subscriber before and I got to dress up like cloud from final fantasy seven. So that's never a bad thing. <laughs> so it's, it's fun. I've, I've enjoyed it, but yeah, not, no, not too many. Be a polygamal cloud. Exactly. Cause he's right. Here. There he is. But yeah. That's <laughs> been, uh, that's been, that's been mostly my stuff. So anybody else, anything else they want to talk about before we jump into some cool news? I played the uh, forager and I thought that was fun. I, what is uh, it? I was forager. I don't think I've heard of that. Yeah, it's um, you forage. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you start out with you start out with nothing and then you just like pick berries and stuff and do do fishing and expand. And uh, can I wreck it? Beat up some slimes and things. No, you can't play with me, Bill. You can't play with me. And you can't. When did that game game come out? That, That was a little older, right? Um. I guess so. I got it on the Switch, and it's it's free on Game Pass if you, if you oh, pay nice. for it. But it's fun on the Switch. Um, it's it's came a chill game. Year, I was, yeah, it was, it's a chill game. I was thinking about uh, streaming it, but then I didn't because, you know, fuck it. <laughs> Fair <laughs> enough. Uh, nice. I, what have I been playing this week? I have one main game that I want to talk about. Um, Is it called Restart the Modem in your new place? <laughs> uh, yes, I'll play that a little bit. I played the intro to Avengers beta last night on oh, nice. PlayStation. Um, what did So, obviously, when the first game, when the game was first released, everyone was shitting on it. I was one of those people because uh, I didn't like how it looked. <clears throat> As more and more stuff came out, um, and including like the war table streams that they've been having, I'm like, okay, this looks pretty cool. Like, I'm, I'm actually getting excited for this. Um, I played through the demo part uh, or like the first uh, bridge scene uh, that you've probably seen on videos and stuff like that, uh, where basically you get to play out as every character for at least a little bit just to see how they play. Um, And then I did the first mission as well, half the first mission, uh, but with Hulk and uh, Miss Marvel, I got to the part where I switched to Miss Marvel and then that's where I got off for the night. Um, I really wanted to like this game, but so far I don't hate it, but I don't love it. Um, yeah, it is very button mashy. Uh, I people have said that, like, uh, like I listened to kind of funny's take on it, and uh, a few of them said that it was button mashy, but they said it also felt good when hitting a person. I uh, <laughs> wait, what? Like it was button mashy, <laughs> but like whenever you would actually like strike a enemy in the game, like it felt satisfying. Yeah, um, I don't think so um part of it i don't know like it's weird because they have to balance it but like playing as the super uh people like um superheroes like uh thor or hulk a random foot soldier should be one hit and they can't make that in a video game because that'd be too easy but like no human could 
realistically survive being punched in the head by the Hulk or having his head uh, hit with Thor's hammer. Um, so the fact that they can take three or four hits before they die, um, I don't know. It feels well, weird. You have like the power chart next to every time you take a swing. Like, all right, so my, <laughs> stat, my stats here say one swing of Thor's hammer is uh, 2,000 newtons, and, and your skull <laughs> can only withstand uh, one, one You, sir, should be dead. You, <laughs> you, you, your brain should be 5.7 meters away this way, and your eyeball <laughs> should be t- 10 yards the other way. No, I'm not that scientific. I just feel, I don't know. It, for you know, for everyone else, it feels fine. But specifically those two characters, I'm like, I should not be having to punch a human three or four times in order for them to, like, die. Yeah. I, I don't just, know, man. I've gotten punched by a really big dude one time, and I turned out all wrong. So I, I can't really. Am I peeing? I think so. <laughs> I got, no, I got hit really hard before. And there's no long-term effects or anything. <laughs> I don't hear voices. I thought that Definitely. was just random. Like you I really didn't know. even know if you were peeing or not. Wait a minute. Like, what? No, it was part of the I, bit. It was good. I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to point the camera down to try to prove or disprove anything. But <laughs> please, or don't. am I? Yeah. Uh, Adrian, how long? How long did you play for? You maybe say? an hour. Okay. Because uh, yeah, I just uh, didn't like. Oh yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I was gonna say my my first hour I kind of felt that way too is but when I played it like a little bit more the the systems definitely started revealing themselves and like once I started upgrading some of the characters and locking new abilities and kind of learning the ins and outs of them I <laughs> definitely found some joy in it but I agree with you it's not like it's not what I was hoping for like I remember yeah. when I played the the Destiny beta you know which is a, another games of service and things like that the thing that really stuck out to me was how amazing that game feels to play. Like that was yep. that was evident from the beginning, and I think that helped carry it through a lot of the issues. And like Avengers is fun to play, but it's not quite there. So that's what I'm a little worried about because like mm-hmm. Destiny just I still think it's one of the best feeling shooters out there. Do you think just like the, the humans in the game are too like uh, punch spongies? So just like uh, Resident yeah. Evil, that's my complaint about Resident Evil Three. Like the zombies are just too tanky. It's just yeah. stupid. And it, it makes sense for certain characters like playing as Black Widow. Like I really enjoyed playing as Black Widow because she was like fast and agile and you could uh, use. Well, I mean, I guess everyone technically has a ranged attack, but I really enjoyed playing as her. But um, like it made sense that her punches wouldn't do a ton of damage to an enemy because she's also just a human. But right. I don't know, just like if you swing your hammer as Thor and hit some dude like realistically that dude's going to be down (laughs) and i know it's kind of weird to like talk about realism in a video game about superheroes but i don't know it just feels a little weird for me um it's not enough for me yeah yeah it's just it's not enough for me to stop playing i'm still want to play the other content in the the demo in in the beta and i'm sure it's a game that will definitely be better with friends so i I do want to do that so i'm not like ruling it out just on this i'm just saying so far with my first hour i haven't been very impressed but no, I, I think I think your point makes a lot of sense because like that that's always my biggest problem with a lot of things too is like sure it's it's superheroes and it's not realistic but like it has to be realistic within the framework of the world they're creating so like it has to be, you know fit those bills and stuff like that. So. No, I yeah, think it's a very good very good point and very interesting. Like you have to introduce the enemy types so that they make sense of why they're impervious to this amount of sort of uh, power that they're supposed to be subjected to yeah. i mean yeah you know you did that in uh, the division and other things when you knew you had like a purple bar or an orange bar you're like oh i know this guy's gonna take like all my bullets uh type yeah. of stuff or or they introduce and even in the star wars movies 
where they had the stormtroopers come out with like different armors and different weapons. And you're like, oh, okay, yeah. this guy's special. He's going to take <laughs> a little fucks. more. Yeah, this, yeah, that's always what I think when I see somebody. I go, do they? Do they fuck? Oh yeah, they. they okay. Right. <laughs> so, but no, seriously, yeah. And if you don't get that sense, they should have put like some more armor or some special things. And there on, are some characters like that that have shields, but they're also just some straight up basic ass bitch just like dudes <laughs> dudes with like a pipe that you see in like grand theft auto that you can knock out in like one bullet and you're just like yeah. what is yeah. going on it's interesting but i will say one one positive about it is the abilities that they give each like the you know there's the super ability or whatever i think and then there's also like the left and right bumper um abilities um those are really cool especially i really like the hulks he does his like classic thunderclap oh, yeah, thing clap where it sends a huge shockwave all around him <laughs> yeah, that's that super, cool. super fun what do you um, think of his hair? What do you think of Hulk's hair? Oh do you, ten out of ten. I, I didn't really notice it, honestly. I didn't really look at it too much. It's Are terrible. You, <laughs> like Hulk himself or Bruce Banner or both? No, Hulk himself. Okay. <laughs> it looks like a PS2 texture or something. It's awful. Oh, it's awful. <laughs> I also feel the same way. I, I definitely felt that way about Black Widow's hair, but I just noticed that most video games in general don't know how to like correctly render females' hair. Right. So. Tough, right. Yeah, yeah. So. Also, so Jose yeah, a, made, made a point. Maybe the humans are sprayed down with a, like a special type of resistant material. <laughs> Maybe. Just, well, I want that spray. They just That's put, what like, you should saran, advocate. They put saran wrap on them or something. <laughs> I got That's another weird. game to talk about real quick. If you guys would. No, me. we don't talk about games. No, yeah, <laughs> you talked about dropping hammers on dudes and, and uh, <laughs> not killing them. And that took up too much time. Go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so got? I want to actually, I need to look up. I wanted to look up the steam. Uh, so this game that I've been playing is called um, dreamscaper. It just came out yesterday. On, oh, I've seen uh, some of that. Um, shit, where is it? Um, I saw some scene of some dude in the bar. Yeah. Um, so it's a uh, it's a game that take it with my uh, opinion with a game a game a grain of salt because I backed this game on Kickstarter. <laughs> what um, did you say? A grain of salt? <laughs> yeah, a grain of salt. Um, <laughs> oh no, I accidentally pressed uh, play game. This will be bad. Um, I'm just trying to get <laughs> this Steam page. Out. Damn it. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I backed this game on Kickstarter back in 2018 after I saw uh, saw it on Reddit. Um, that being said, these this isn't. Like these are my actual opinions, and I'm glad I like the game because I, I do think it's good. Um, so basically, the the Steam page uh, bio says a surreal roguelite inspired ARPG with modernized hack and slash combat about lucid dreaming. Warp the dreamscape Ooh. around you to battle the inner demons that live in a young woman's subconscious. Dream, die, wake, repeat. Um, and so, like I saw that uh, that was the the elevator pitch they kind of gave back in 2018 when i backed this game i was like okay that sounds pretty cool i might try this out i might back it and i did um and it finally released on early access it's by afterburner studios and these are a, it's a small team of former triple a um developers that left to go make this game uh, on their own um i really like it so far i've only done for about an hour now uh, i tweeted out last night that i'd done about 40 minutes but i've, I've at this point done about an hour um it's a lot of fun there. I, I, and I took some notes just cause I wanted to talk about it specifically. Um, in the one thing that I, I thought was cool in the, uh, accessibility options, there is a, a color vision deficiency severity. So like, you know, there's different like color blind modes that you can put on games for different yeah. colors, depending there's a, like an actual slider that you can adjust for like how severe your, 
uh, color vision deficiency is, which nice. I thought was cool. I've never seen in a video game before. Um, but basically, uh, you are this girl named Cassidy um, who in at night you fall asleep and then you it's like a roguelite. Uh, you go around hack and slashing enemies um, through uh, procedurally generated uh, dungeons. Um, and then as you wake, it's a uh, light uh, relationship building game where you go around and you walk around the town that you're in and you can talk to people. Um, and the more you talk to them, the more you uh, increase your like relationship bar and then you can give them gifts and such. And then as you your relationship grows with certain people, you get certain things that you can unlock uh, in the game that you can craft and then use like in the dream world. Um, so that, I thought that was really cool. Um, there is, there's no difficulty modifier, but there is this call thing called lucid mode where Cassidy becomes more res, uh, resistant um, and bounces back stronger when she loses to her nightmares. So if you die, then like it makes it easier the more and more you die, so to say. Oh shit! Um, I'll be great at this game then eventually. <laughs> <laughs> it looks um, interesting. The, Adam's been playing it on on the stream. Yeah, it does. Uh, oh, it's on uh, Switch it cool. too. Oh dang! Yeah. What's it so called just again? A, uh, Dreamscaper. And I know um, Mike is uh, big on this game, too. I don't know if he backed it or where he heard about it, but I saw him tweet about it a few months ago. And I was like, hell yeah, dude. Um, the tutorial is cool. because The tutorial, you get in and you play a video game in the video game. And that <laughs> in playing the video game teaches you how to play the game that I'm actually playing. Uh, nice. It's like yeah, this actually looks really fun. Yeah. Um, they've got some cool abilities. The really cool part, I thought, though... Um, was the the weapons they have some just random ass weird ass weapons because it's like kind of it's not dark but like you're obviously fighting enemies inside your dream so um it seems a little weird but the uh uh since it is a dream you can dream up different weapons essentially so like i've come across boxing gloves that i use uh i've come across yo-yos like you have dual wielded yo-yos that you like fling out and like it has it's a farther range than like a normal weapon um there's legit an earthbending uh attack where you just like go up like that and like rocks rise up from the ground and hit the person so i don't know the 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 uh variety of weapons uh, and abilities uh, are really cool so far so again i'm only in an hour in um and it's only early access right yeah. now but it's way deeper than i thought it would be like there's actually like a stat management part of it too if you want so if it's on oh, nintendo it's really cool. and only only in early access are they going to update the game yeah i was, oh, I, was sure. I mean because when i look online on for dreamscaper it says it's available now but it doesn't give a price so i'm wondering if it is available on switch mm-hmm. someone has their switch well, let me know I yeah. got my switch. So yeah, it's usually $20 on Steam on early access right now. It's 15 and they say that they'll continue to update the game uh, in the coming right. months. So awesome. I'm not sure when they plan for the like full release, but um, yeah, obviously I backed this game. I only backed it for like the uh, 15 or $20 one that would get me the game um, once it hit early access. But uh, I'm very glad that I did now because I'm really digging it. Nice. That looks really cool. Thanks for the update. <laughs> yeah. Is it on Xbox too? Uh, no, I think it's just Steam and Switch. It might come to the other platforms later. Uh, I could be totally wrong. I, I don't know. I I just got it on PC. So Good stuff. Awesome. Well, thanks for that update. But now we have to get into some crazy news. Uh, <laughs> crazy something news. happened that I would have bet so much money on not happening. <laughs> but Halo Infinite has been delayed to 2021. Good and God. the Xbox Series so. X, I know the it Xbox Series so. X 
is not delayed and it is still confirmed for coming out in November, even though we still don't have a price no, or exact really. release date because the game of chicken continues. But um, yeah, Halo Infinite is uh, is delayed. And, you know, a lot of I, th- I think after its reveal, I mean, it shouldn't come as too much of a surprise because, you know, a lot of people, you know, said a lot of the issues with the game and how it looked and you know ray tracing wasn't ready and they still haven't really talked about the multiplayer stuff like that and obviously with all the covid stuff going on but you know i obviously i fully support 343 i think i think i'm i'm i think it's if i want the best halo game we can so i don't want them to just like kick it out and stuff but i'm not gonna lie this one hurt a little bit i was very excited for halo Infinite. yeah like you just said like i'm i'm okay with this because in the end it'll make it a better game but this one hurts more so for me personally it hurts more than almost any other game delay i've experienced because yeah. like it was supposed the, to be the launch the game feedback. they yeah. probably yeah, had but... the feedback and it was like oh yeah it doesn't look good we gotta stop <laughs> and it well the the thing is man launch it with ray tracing launch it with all the textures ready to go launch right. it so when it does come out it'll be like the ultimate redemption story people shit all over it with the uh preview and then it's going to come out looking just amazing and pl- you know it's going to play great I think, you know, if you get a decent campaign, you're going to have the the best Halo game ever, hopefully. And uh, people will forget all about the delay then. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah like plus, plus, if we go ahead and, you know, if a lot of people are like, well, then I'm going to wait on get on Xbox One. Well, then we'll get them before next year's shortages start happening. <laughs> yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see what the what this does for the launch. But I think it's uh, it's so crazy because, you know, Halo Infinite for me, I mean, like I said, I'm an idiot, so I'm getting the Series X no matter what. I don't care if they're like, we're not releasing any games. I'll still oh, be like, all right, I'll, I'll I am it. too, man. Day one. <laughs> but the, like, nice. Halo Infinite was the one thing where I was like, yeah, but it's got Halo. We get to play Halo. I mean, I know you could play it on PC, but it was going to be cool to play a new Halo on Series X. And now it's like, what? Like, what is the point of getting a Series X? I mean, sure. If, if you want to, I mean, I still think, you know, we've heard from Gabe Newell and some other people that it is going to be, you know, out the gate, the most powerful console. So if you want the best experience for Cyberpunk or, if it, if, it's, if it comes out that day or, you know, Assassin's Creed or Watch Dogs, I think it definitely makes a lot of sense. But there's just another reason, like, why would you get a Series X at launch? There's really not, I don't think, that, that big of a rush. I love how you make that argument right after saying, I'm getting a Series X at launch. And like, why would you do that? <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I, I, could, I could be devil's advocate, okay? <laughs> and, then he, and then he holds up I am not a normal person. <laughs> yeah, why would you get a Stadia at launch, Adam? <laughs> yeah, it's just so you I'm an idiot. I have said this. up every minute. Listen, I, I am an idiot, but I know how to speak from a not idiot perspective. Nice. Are you sure? Because that's not a... That <laughs> I don't even a know what weird. you're saying. <laughs> You're right, like, right. I am, I'm not an idiot, but I are. And I am. <laughs> All right, Dream Dreamscaper is confirmed not on the Switch right now. So. Oh, okay, that's weird because it says yeah. available now online. That's annoying. That's not oh, true. Wow. It, it says early 2020. It's not there. I try. No, I'm saying like when you go on the website, like I searched it on Google and it says available now. Well, like they're full of page. poop. If anyone can get it, I'm sure. Oh well, but yeah, but it's uh, it's interesting. I, I mean, what, what is this guy? What is this delay? Does this do anything for you guys as far as Series X or? And is it shifted? I'll, your I'll get one, and I'll just you know it'll collect dust or not, just like this generation. <laughs> yeah, it comes I mean, in handy every once in a while when I like play gears with my brother, or I play with you, ding dongs, for a minute, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> it's I'm weird, weird being one. even if it's just making the games I already have better. I don't care. I'm getting one. Yeah. Um. And for some people, they're like, oh, that's not worth it. There's no point. I I don't know. I feel like if there's if you can play 4K 60, like that's that's awesome. Um, yeah. 
I probably won't Damn, get one, which is weird just because I'm a huge Xbox. Like, I've always been an Xbox fan. But, again, like, I've got everything that I can play. Everything that I can play on there, I can play on PC. Granted, right. it'll probably be better on Xbox Series X because if you... 4K 60 is pretty damn good. It's better than what I can do on my PC. But well, the last game night was a lot of fun when we got to play Halo together. Yeah, that was that was great. Uh huh. On your PC. Yeah, <laughs> that really was exciting. That. I'm glad yeah. you got to play with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, seriously. I, uh, I, I get what you're saying, but man, I just want that powerful box. And no, and I'm 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 not gonna be like, why would you get that? Totally go for it. Like, I. I, well, we don't I, I still feel the pull, though. Like I know, and logically, I was like, I have a PC. There's nothing that I can't play on my PC that I, or there's nothing I can't play on Xbox. I can't play on my PC, but I still feel the the desire to get one. So I just have to stay yeah. strong. And Bill, <laughs> we don't need Adrian to play with us in Halo because I don't want to be ashamed again or kill a lot. <laughs> Dude, we already got he, Adam he... and all these other crazy guys who are like Halo Halo <laughs> masters, and, and you know. If he's as good at Halo as he is at Rocket League, we're in a lot of trouble. Yeah, <laughs> I used to be, shit. but I haven't played Halo multiplayer in years. We got to keep him on the bench. All right? I'm updating <laughs> Call of Duty right now, and for some reason, Adrian somehow slowed down my internet, too. Um, <laughs> Thanks a oh, lot. There we Adrian. go. Now we're, now we're cooking. All right. Now we're cruising. Now we're cooking with fire. But yeah, it's a, it, was a, it was a big delay. It's a, I mean, I, I think... Hurts. I don't know. Do you guys think it'll be like March? Do you think that's what they're probably shooting for? I still think it. I don't think it'll be too much longer. Like I think it was. I think Pat was. I was talking to Pat yesterday about it. That like the 20 year anniversary of Halo is next year or something in November. But I, I don't see them waiting that long. Yeah, I think that's that all. Be, that's too long. That would yeah. be cool. Like maybe so line it up like that. But that would be right. too long. I'm expecting the first season. half of. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think it'd be cool to release it like in March or something, February, March, and then maybe for the 20 anniversary, like do some big, you know, their first big DLC thing or something like that. So yeah, that'd be cool. But yeah, it's I, it's interesting. I'm not super hyped for Halo, so it can take longer. Well, you can go fucking that. leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's so, just yeah, Halo. That, I mean, come on. You got like five I mean, other no Halos table, but... you can dial up. Yeah, but the, the new system, the new platform, oh, the new game, new... open world. Yeah. That's the chief. One, I one, just, seven. Okay. I just want my new bed. <laughs> I just want my new bed. <laughs> but yeah, so it's it's interesting. So this, this my story will kind of transition into our next story. But um, so yeah, one, I think one of the biggest reasons that I think Xbox Series X is awesome and what Xbox is doing is because, you know, obviously... The, the system's coming out and we got the future and they're just they're like just get into game pass like that's really what microsoft is pushing and everything so you know um xbox game pass is coming to xbox game pass old or sorry project what? x cloud is coming to <laughs> project x cloud <laughs> streaming is coming to xbox game pass ultimate users in september but they released like the beta early so you can play it on android so I, I still don't I have, know what you said. I have, I, I, and I know you said it right. <laughs> <laughs> so I have my old Galaxy S8 that I used to have that does the oh, nice. cracks and doesn't really work. But you can download the Xbox Game Pass app right now and you can play games. So I, I downloaded it and I got one of those controller clips so I can play it and stuff like that. And, mm. I, and I like booted up Ori and literally within seconds, I booted up Ori and I didn't even remember this. It syncs your save from the cloud without you having to do anything. And I just jumped into where I was in Ori and just started playing. And I was like, this is literally magical. This is amazing. Awesome. <laughs> like it's, it was, I mean, it, it, like I said, there was a little bit of lagging here and there, but it looked good actually on that small screen and it felt good to play. And I'm like, this is the power of Xbox. And I think 
what they're trying to do is like, listen, in five, 10 years, when you buy a TV and there's, you know, Netflix and Hulu and Disney Plus, there's going to be an Xbox Game Pass app on all these things. So you're not even going to need that console. You'll just be able to play your Xbox games anywhere. Your saves will sync back and forth. It's so easy to use. And I think that's what Microsoft is going for. And I am all for that future. But you know who isn't for that future? Apple. Freaking Apple. <laughs> yeah. God, because you know, I was, hey, look, it's Ori. Bad. There's a good, there's a good view of Ori. Everybody. Every time you say Ori. I booted up Ori, I'm like, don't kick your dog. You need to, you need to boot up like a more powerful game and see, see what it looks like. I'd be yeah, really so cool. Ori, what a, he's a good boy. I yeah, because like Ori is, 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 I know it's beautiful and stuff, but it's a simple side scroller. It's not like it's crushing. I don't know. It's it's pretty GPU gorgeous or though. something. It actually does. It, it takes a lot of power. There's a lot of stuff going on in those games, surprisingly. Yeah, but I know there's some performance issues at the beginning, so it must have either not be well optimized or take a lot of power. Yeah, but but anyway, <laughs> so you know, I was as I was playing on Android, I'm like, you know, this is great to play on my really old phone, but I can't wait to play on my iPhone and my iPad and all this kind of stuff. And you know, obviously, the whole thing I think we talked about last week, where they're like, no, we're not coming to iOS because we have to review every game, which is such bullshit. So the saga continued this week because. Epic decided, you know, just out of nowhere, they're like, you know what, we're going to we're going to drop the price of like a lot of our V bucks. If you buy through the Epic store, like even on Apple or Android and all this kind of stuff, they dropped it. They were giving out free gifts to people They were like doing all this stuff. And everyone's like, are you allowed to do this? What's going to happen with <laughs> with Apple and Google? And how did they respond? Apple and Google both kicked Fortnite off of their stores. Wow. And <laughs> Epic yep. in the most like, you know epic retaliation they obviously had this planned for weeks or months or something like that but so they filed like all these lawsuits so they're basically suing apple and google over all their anti-competitive you know behavior that practices. they've been doing and yeah, you know, all their they, practices it is because it is they oh, pulled yeah, in front I mean, of congress yeah. because of it yeah because you know apple you know charges a 30 percent cut like of every charge which is insane and then once again all these backward practices that go into game streaming like that's why you know stadia hasn't been able to get on they had such an issue with valve steam link and all this other stuff but epic took it a step further and decided to weaponize its fan base against apple because they released like that same day they're like hey on uh on at four o'clock eastern or whatever your time is um we're gonna be releasing a video in our party royale mode called 194 or what, uh, what was it 19, 1980 fortnite 1980 fortnite yeah so 1980 fortnite and if you have not seen this commercial you can google the 1984 apple commercial where they were kind of rising up against what ibm at the time and like all these other companies that were you know trying to rule the tech Break. industry and yeah and just put a gr- iron grip over everything to control everything and apple was the one that was trying to break free and say, hey, we want to give break people freedom. We want to change the way the technology is and all that stuff. And Epic just made a parody of that with an Apple talking out of the, the video um, and saying basically free Fortnite. And if you read their um, their lawsuit, like the beginning opening it paragraph. If you want me to read it. Yeah, so yeah, please it, do because it's, it's the opening pretty insane. Yeah. In 1984, the fledgling Apple computer company released the Macintosh, the first mass-market, consumer-friendly home computer. The product launch was announced with a breathtaking advertisement evoking George Orwell's 1984 that cast Apple as the beneficial, revolutionary force breaking IBM's monopoly over the computing technology market. Apple's founder, Steve Jobs, introduced the first showing of the 1984 advertisement by explaining, it appears IBM wants it all. Apple is perceived to be the only hope to offer IBM a run for its money. 
Will Big Blue dominate the entire computer industry? The entire information age? Was George Orwell right about 1984? Fast forward to 2020, and Apple has become what it once railed against, the behemoth seeking to control markets, block competition, and stifle innovation. Apple is bigger, more powerful, more entrenched, and more uh, pernicious than the monopolists of yesteryear. At a market cap of nearly $2 trillion, uh, Apple's size and reach far exceeds that of any technology monopolist in history. I mean, I agree. I, I think they sort of, you know, you sort of lost your soul. You became what you uh, despised. I mean, uh, damn. It's yeah. kind of like you, you live long hero. enough to be the villain, you know? Yeah. yeah, and they have. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's just, it's crazy how That's all these practices that Apple out. has. And it's, you know, it's, it, what was that, Bill? That's why Batman got out. Yeah, yeah. exactly. He had to. <laughs> That's what you got to do. So, you know, there's obviously two sides to every story because, you know, it's it sounds great on, on you know the face of it but you know epic games isn't like a perfect company i mean there's like a lot of issues and they're obviously a multi multi billion dollar company that's trying to make money and stuff like that but i think a lot of people are taking issue with how they're basically weaponizing their fan base who's mostly like kids and younger people to like go after all these companies and like well on one hand like that's how revolutions start i mean i'm fine fine with it honestly (laughs) i love revolution because you know Kids are crazy anyway, so whatever. I mean, it's not like <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I, I think I think Apple has a great ecosystem. I like that they vet all their apps, so you don't get a bunch of junk on there. Right, for sure. It's a, it's a nice place, right? But to put another filter on video games that, like you said, already have ratings on them, already go through a vetting process, already you know have certain levels. Um, yeah, and we and we know that we can see that. Um, so it, it, it's crazy. It's crazy uh, what they're doing and why they're locking other people out to use uh, uh, technology on a smart device that you own. It, it's just it's a it's a bit much. Yeah, I've got two kind of reactions to it. The first first one's the more cynical. It's like these are two huge corporations. Like they don't need to be weaponizing their fan bases on either side. Apple hasn't done it yet, but who knows? Maybe they will. I doubt it, but. Um, they don't need to be doing that. Like they don't need to bring drag this into the public eye. Like let this issue and uh, settle and uh, play out in the courts and stuff like that. But the the bigger reaction, the one that I'm more into, is uh, just like yes, Epic's not uh, a great, a perfect company, but I do love what they've done as far as um, Epic Game Store. It's not nearly as as good as Steam in my opinion, but the fact that they give uh, way more of a cut to developers that sell there. Um, not only that, 30. but yeah, and uh, developers that use Unreal Engine, they've given, they've taken a cut of how much they charge for developers to use Unreal Engine, which is awesome. So like they've made money and have passed those savings onto developers, which I absolutely love because that allows developers to to save to save money and, and make games on a, a better budget. Um, yeah, I agree. I like the yeah. competition. I like that Epic is trying to rock the boat here. And, uh, you know. And the, the biggest part for me is what it could mean down the line for getting xCloud on iPhone or yeah. iOS oh, devices. Sure. Uh, that's the biggest thing for me is just like, uh, I want this to keep going to spread uh, to allow things like xCloud to be able to be on iOS because I have an iPhone and I love iPhone. I don't know if I'd switch, but I definitely have thought about it since they said that it won't come 
Um, I don't know. Uh, what I'm kind of thinking right now is whenever it's time to update my tablet, I would just, because right now I have an iPad, I would switch to an Android tablet uh, as, and keep my iPhone. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I always, I I had some friends in college that like love to keep up to date with um, like celebrity gossip and drama and stuff like that. And I was like, why do you care? Like these people don't know who you are. Like, why does it matter to you? But then here I am. I'm like, yes, go to war. Let's see what happens. And like, I don't know, it's, it's the exact same thing, basically. So, but I don't know. I'm, I'm into this. I'm interested to see what happens. And just the fact that it happened all within like, 12 hours was freaking insane. Oh, it was crazy. Yeah. I mean, they, it's it's amazing how many chess pieces Epic put in place that they just yep. fired on all cylinders. And, you know, me personally, I mean, I'm probably Apple fan number one. I mean, I've had an iPhone since the original one and always get the new thing. And I'm, I'm all about Apple. But I'm very, I am very frustrated with a lot of their practices, too. And, like, I don't think I would ever switch to Android. So I know it's kind of like, you know, double standard type things. But I, I do I do love Apple. But I think... You know, it it might take a titan like Epic to make a change because, like, it, it's one thing if the community comes up and rises against them and you know talks about things, but you know that's a that's a vocal minority. Like, people are still buying iPhones. Like, there's a lot right. of people on Twitter and online that you don't hear from, but they're still going to buy iPhones. They're still going to buy iPads. They don't know any of the, the of this is going on. They don't care. <laughs> they're just watching Netflix and doing their TikToks and doing all this stuff, and they really could care less. But you know, when a company like Epic comes in, who Fortnite is. You know, one of the probably the, one of the biggest game in the world, one of them, and it makes so much money. And if they, you know, are kicking them off of iOS and making this big stink and taking them to court and doing stuff, you know, it might not change everything, but it will start the discussion and will make them going. I mean, you saw what Epic did with Fortnite and crossplay. I mean, Sony was like, no, sorry, we're not doing crossplay, we're not doing this stuff. And then it's it, it was such a big thing that Epic did with Fortnite and making crossplay with everyone else. And then Sony started looking like the bad guy. And then look what happened now, crossplay is there. So yeah. I think it, I think it's good when a t- another Titan enters the ring instead of you know as much as we love David versus Goliath, it's it's a lot harder in real life for David to win against Goliath. So well, it's nice I that think, you have something like that. I think Apple is much bigger and does have a lot more power and a lot more attorneys. So you need someone with at least some firepower. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, you know, going up against and, this, it's like they got an RPG, but Apple's in like in a tank. You know, it's gonna yeah. take. A, it's some serious it's it has been cool to see other apps come out uh, uh not apps but just companies in, in support of epic um like i th- what was it i think it was uber and uh um grubhub maybe oh yeah i think i think that's there, right there, there's been a few apps a few companies that have come out in support of epic's decision uh and like, yeah hey, yeah nice so yeah it's, it's really interesting yeah it's really really interesting what were you saying? Yeah, Adrian? Sorry, I, think I, I was about to shout Viva Revolution again, but oh, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> very nice. But yeah, it's uh, it's interesting because, you know, this this just it's so funny that this happened right after the big thing with Game Pass and, you know, Facebook launched their app and they're usually, you know, probably a big evil corporation, too. But they had issue with Apple and they released their game without it fully working. Uh, their game platform without instant game, rather their mini game stuff working. So it just everything is coming to a head, which I think is great for the consumer in the long run. So like I said, some of the business practices aren't the best. And obviously, you know, it, it is, it's, it, it's, it's a tricky subject, but I do enjoy when people get taken to task in this competition. I mean, you know, Bill talks about this all the time with Madden and, you know, 2K and all this stuff. Like Madden hasn't really done anything for so long because they haven't really needed to. And they don't it's have a shame because people yeah. keep buying it and stuff like that. But, you know, you see 2K coming into the, the scene and some other things and people getting more vocal. And that's how you get change to happen. So it's, 
it's it's never an easy thing. Revolutions aren't you know easy friendly things, unfortunately. But hopefully yeah. something happens. Well, heck, hey, Samsung man. and Apple beat the heck out of each other with lawsuits and stuff all the time, and yeah. uh, you know they figure it out. I think doesn't Apple like just buy all their OLED screens from Samsung anyway? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. They. So they, that's I mean, definitely a big thing. And so same with like Xbox buying like the Blu-ray player from Sony that it needs. Obviously, like yeah, companies right. can still compete and like work together. Oh yeah, for sure. So like I said, it'll be interesting to see how this happens. I think the biggest thing because this. This whole situation kind of has a time bomb on it, if you think about it, because right now, obviously, you can't download Fortnite on Google stores or Apple, but you can still play it. But when you need to update, like when they push their next update in like a week or two, you're not going to be able to do that. So then people might not even be able to play on them because right now it's not a big deal because, you know, people are still playing Fortnite and doing all that stuff. But it'll be very interesting to see what happens if nothing gets resolved in the next couple of weeks. And then all these people get actually kicked off of Fortnite on ios and android so that i think will be we'll we'll really see the true colors of what epic's plan is like will they even let that happen because that is a huge player base that they would be forsaking so i don't know it'll be interesting i don't know i I like to see what the fight fight does i think i think these mega corps do need challenged and i'm glad they pulled them in front of congress because there's definitely anti-competitive practices going oh, on. Oh, for sure. And, you Without know, a doubt. They're up to shady stuff. Yeah, I mean, they, it's a trillion-dollar company. I mean, they, yeah. they control so much, and they, uh, you know, it's it's insane. So it's it's time someone steps up to doing that stuff. Because like I said, I still think I love Apple, the products they make and certain things like that, but I just do not agree with a lot of these decisions and how they're treating a lot of their developers and people. So hopefully yeah. there's a change. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. So and, <laughs> and then we benefit the little guys, the developers, yeah. the indie people access to gaming and more money in the pockets of developers who make all this stuff right so um so yeah so that's that so we'll obviously be following that closely and seeing what happens with that but before we get to our big segment of the big 2014 game i just want to touch on the dc fandom stuff and the reveal of you know suicide squad we already knew that was coming but we now know the full title is suicide squad kill the justice league and also uh, they WB Montreal is officially revealing their game, which they haven't revealed, but it's been rumored to be that Batman Court of Owls game. So that's all happening at DC Fandom, which takes place next Saturday, I think. Uh, starts Saturday, August twenty second. So there's you, there's like twenty four hours of DC goodness going on through who's, all throughout who's the weekend. Who's excited for that? Who's excited <laughs> for which part? Uh, Adam. I'm excited for the Batman <laughs> game. I'm, I'm excited for the Batman game. I'm not excited for Suicide Squad. I don't care about any of this. So yes, yeah, so I, I I mean I, I I do love Rocksteady. I mean I think I'm excited <laughs> to see what they do. I mean obviously Suicide Squad like the movie wasn't that great, and I like the concept where it's like these you know villains are put together to you know go on this suicide mission and do stuff like that. There's an interesting concept there, but what I really would love to see from the Suicide game, Suicide Squad game, is because you know you're killing the Justice League which is some of the favorite heroes like, you know, Batman and Superman, I'm sure Green Lantern, Green Lantern, some of these other guys they might throw in there. Um, so what would be really cool is like, as you're defeating these people, they join your team and then you get to build up this super team that maybe you take on Superman at the end and then you kind of get to play with him at the end or something. But I think they could do a really cool story where you're kind of going and taking on these possessed versions of your favorite heroes and then turning them back and then they come join you and then you can play with them. Like there's, there's something cool there that I think they can play with. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's Rocksteady, so, I mean, if anybody can make a superhero game, it's Rocksteady. Uh, just, I don't know, I Marvel is so much higher tier for me than in, than DC in my mind, and I, yeah. 
I like, like you said, I like the idea of Suicide Squad. I just don't care about any of those characters. And yep. um, so I'm sure when this game comes out, it'll actually be good. I'm just, at, as of right now, not. This I hope not, so. I don't know. DC doesn't have a great track record with much. And if the Marvel game. It does. Any, I mean, it does for video games as far as Batman. Well, the yeah, games Batman are great. Games are well, good. maybe the Batman, the Batman series. Yes. That, I think that's the exception. To and the Superman games are some of the best ever made. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. And those those Green Lantern games and movies and yeah, the movie giant game. That was fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> so but yeah, but it's kind of an interesting workaround. Like if if you know Superman games are always tough because you know he's all, all powerful and it gets boring. But it'll be interesting if he's kind of one of the main villains till the end, but then you get to play with him in maybe one section at the end of the game, or like maybe at the end you could kind of fly around with him and do stuff. Like I think they could maybe do a really cool Superman story where it's a more contained section. So that would be an interesting way to kind of dip their feet into the Superman game thing. So I think they could do a lot of really cool stuff with this. I mean, you know, there is rumors that it's gonna be a games of service game. So I don't know what that does for the whole story and oh, stuff. I mean, you know, they could obviously bring in different villains like Joker and some other people could be interesting but i would love a contained story that kind of has that that build up of you're building the justice league and saving them and then getting to play with them that would be really cool i don't know i think that kind of gets me excited about some of that stuff we'll see we yeah. will see we will see but yeah the batman thing obviously we don't know much more but it's gonna hopefully <laughs> get revealed it sounds like you know a lot of reports came out that the suicide squad game is still very far away and that apparently, I guess WB Montreal, who's working on that Batman game, originally started doing a Suicide Squad game, but then in 2016, it just wasn't working well. So they canceled it, and then Rocksteady started making the Suicide Squad game. But we think the Batman game is going to be maybe late this year, early next year, and then Suicide Squad maybe the end of next year or 2022. I don't know. We'll see. It'll, it'll be interesting. But hey, but we got a Fast and Furious game, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, the greatest <laughs> game of all time. Dan, you just <laughs> took my 2020 game of the year. Yeah, Dan. <laughs> Damn. oh my god i can't believe that one that's crazy that's crazy but, but the, the main reason that i wanted to bring up this dc stuff is because i stumbled upon one of the greatest things that i've seen in my life lately <laughs> and it is a there is a guy who made a bot who he forced to watch over 1000 hours <laughs> of batman of batman movies and then the bot had to write the movie himself so we're going to do a live reenactment right now of this scene. It's really quickly. A live, a live read. <laughs> We're going to do a live read. Adam so I to do it because he loves it. So Go, I think Bill should Adam's be Batman good. because Bill uh, is Batman. Are you sharing <laughs> this somewhere? Oh, there oh, it is. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's in the podcasting. Yeah, I so I, so I, can, I can play the narrator if I want. So Jack and Adrian, you have to fight over who wants to be Alfred and who wants to be the Joker. I don't. It doesn't matter to me. I'll be Alfred. <laughs> All right, Jack, you get to oh, be the Joker. Geez. <laughs> All right, live read. Hold on, I gotta zoom in here. I, can't. I feel like, yeah. Oh, oh God, I just <clears throat> screwed it up. Because this is just pure gold. So I put it. I, I shared it in chat so people can see it. <laughs> can you not read it, Jack? It's too small. How do you if make you, it big? You, there's a thing to click on it to make it bigger at the bottom of the small. That's what one she is. said, "I don't." Can you open it, if you open it up, <laughs> in, open if you open it up Twitter. in Twitter, it's probably easier yeah. to see. Do that, yeah, Twitter. <laughs> okay. So we'll get started. So Bill is, Bill is playing Batman. Adrian is playing Alfred. And Jack is the Joker. I still can't see it. <laughs> Tell me when you're ready, Joker. Okay, I'm not, nice. Batman. <laughs> Swear to me, you'll figure it out. All right. So everybody can read along. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, here we go. So once again, this is, this is a bot who created a script. This is the first page after watching a thousand hours of, of Batman. So I will begin. So Batman. 
Uh, it, it's the interior of a traditional Batcave. Batman stands next to his Batmobile and uses his Batcomputer. He's sometimes Bruce Wayne, sometimes Batman, all times orphan. <laughs> this is now a safe city. I have punched a penguin into prison. Alfred, Batman's loyal battler, carries a tray of goth ham. <laughs> Eat a dinner, Mistress Wayne. Mattress Wayne. Come on, dude. <laughs> oh, mattress. I thought it was mistress. <laughs> It's even I can't fucking do this shit. So I, I know. That's, what I, thought, that's what I thought the joke was that he called his mistress. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get that line again? Uh, yes. <laughs> you, you got it, dude. Take two. Eat a dinner, Mattress Wayne. <laughs> An explosion explodes. The Joker and Two-Face enter the cave. Joker is a clown, but insane. Two-Face is a man, but attorney. No. It is Two-Face and One-Face. <laughs> they hate me for being a bat. Batman throws Alfred at Two-Face. <laughs> Two-Face flips Alfred like a coin. Alfred lands heads up, which means Two-Face goes home. <laughs> it is just you and I, the Joker. Bat versus clown. Moral enemies. <laughs> I am such a freak. Society is bad. You drink water. I drink anarchy. I drink bats just like a bat would. Batman looks around for his parents, but they are still dead. <laughs> this makes him have anger. He fires a bat rocket. The Joker deflects it with his sick sense of humor. A cloudly power. <laughs> I have never followed a rule. That is my rule. Do you follow? I don't. Alfred, give birth to Robin. <laughs> Oh my God. <laughs> Alfred begins the process since it is his job. The Joker now has a present in his hand. He, ju he juggles it over to Batman. Happy Bat Day, <laughs> Birthman. Batman opens the present since he's a good guy. It contains a coupon for new parents, but it's expired. This is a Joker joke. <laughs> and <laughs> Beautiful. I want to do a Joker impression. <laughs> oh my god. Batman's easier impression. You just go down low. You get in there. Alfred, give birth to Robin. <laughs> Mattress Wayne. There you go. Oh. Hey, uh, thank you everybody for putting up with that. The live read, yeah. Yeah. We're quite the test. Hope you enjoyed it. Stay tuned next week for the full reading of the full script. We'll make yeah. it happen. Oh god. All right. So now, with further ado, we shit on remedy with yet. Fur with, with further, further ado, ado. and remedy doesn't matter this week. We're talking about games from 2014, our 2014? favorite game. Oh yeah! So we can start with you know some some honorable mentions if we want. And I know Adrian mentioned if we want to pick three, but maybe we can do that. At, I don't know if we want to do that at the end because it's kind of hard until the end to see what you want your you know three extra ones to be. But why also, don't we start with some? Oh, sorry. What do you want to say? The three extras are divided between. The entire all the years, yeah, right, right. Years. So, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, oh, okay. yeah, so I was saying we can we, we could start by just saying honorable mentions and then we'll go around and say what is our top game of 20. My uh, my top yeah. game and my honorable mention were also mentioned by people that send in uh emails this week. So, nice. good job. Well, Bill, why don't you kick us off yeah. and what yeah, is, start reading some your honorable mentions? All right, my honorable mention oh, happens to be DLC. And the only reason it got honorable mention instead of that game of the year was because it was DLC, and that is left behind from The Last of Us. Ooh, nice. interesting. 
I'd never so, played that. Yeah. Either. Why? Neither did <laughs> I. But it looks better than most of the games. Why? Why was that your? <laughs> no, why is I'm that kidding. an honorable mention, Billy? Um, only because it's DLC and it's not a full game. Yeah. My no. Do I say the number one game or do we wait? No, we can do honorable mentions first. Okay, go ahead, you guys. No, it was a great yes. DLC though. Fantastic. <laughs> Adrian, what do you think? I was just go handsome Jack. Uh, my honorable mentions. Uh, I gotta find where I wrote. Um, I, I kind of have two runners up. Uh, Metro Last Light Redux. Um, I didn't actually play this game until 2019. Um, so I'm not counting it for that reason. And another reason is because it's a remastered and kind of the same lines. Other people have said Last of Us remastered came out in 2014. Um, that's just a runner up just because it is a remaster and it's not the original version of the game when it did come out. Uh, so, uh, but those are two, those are my two runner ups, runners up, runner ups. I don't know. Over to you, <laughs> handsome Jack. <laughs> hey, I'm handsome. Uh, this is a tough year. Um, especially if I say the wrong games and I get this wrong, but, um, <laughs> but <laughs> I, I'm still, I'm still sort of torn, but, um, I guess I guess the honorable mention is uh, Diablo three. Um, hmm. uh, that that's my honorable mention. That was twenty fourteen. Diablo three Reapers of Souls. Oh yeah, Diablo three was twenty twelve, but the Reapers of Souls expansion and it came into consoles. I think in twenty fourteen. Fair. Yeah. Right, it, it brought in like the Necromancer, and I love the Necromancer. So nice. can I add that to my honorable mentions as well? Then because it deserves cool it. it. I right, love cool. the Necro. Yeah, for sure. Very nice. Yeah, mine, my honorable mention. So I'd probably say the, the top one is Super Smash Bros for Wii U and 3DS because I love me some Smash and I thought it was a lot of fun. It was that was like, you know, playing it on 3DS was really cool because it was a hint of things to come with the Switch and stuff. But playing playing Smash Mobile, even though, you know, it wasn't the greatest, but it, it ran pretty well and it was it was fun. And the 3DS version actually came out first, which was weird. And then the Wii U version came out, which was actually still a really fun game. Um, and you know it smash is just fantastic um and then the other two that i kind of want to give a shout out to are destiny because it started probably one of my favorite gaming experiences this whole generation is yeah. the destiny experience because yeah man, i mean i know it had some you know issues at launch and certain things and some of the stuff but i still think it is one of the best feeling games to play and you know i i played a lot of destiny but i really got into it with destiny 2 got the platinum trophy did my first raid and i oh Mwah, chef's kiss so freaking good <laughs> but I'd, I'd have to say my another one that i want to give a shout out to is infamous second son because yeah, that was you a know, great one yeah because you know it's 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 fun like i said it's not a revolutionary game by any means but it was just fun to play i loved zooming around seattle i love the movement i love the powers i love so hard at the end yeah it does it does me. get tricky oh my yeah. god but i love how it really like i did so i did two playthroughs and the two playthroughs really felt different because the powers are really different between, you know, good and bad and stuff. And this was the first true platinum trophy that I achieved. So it'll always hold a special place in my heart because I completed the heck out of that game. And nice. I loved it. I thought it was it was really fun. I really, really enjoyed Infamous Second Son. Nice. So all right. Do we want to kick it over? Do we want to say what our do we want to talk about our favorite first, or do you guys want to hand it over to the listeners? Yeah, we could end it over some listeners. What well, yeah, well. Can I read Pat's? Because mine goes hand in hand. Yeah, go for it. Sure. Pat Thaker writes in, you guys better talk about South Park, the stick of truth. 
It's the best <laughs> game released that year. Yes, it wasn't current gen at launch, but eventually released on PS4, Xbox One version. I agree. That's why it is my number one game of 2014. Thank you, Pat. <laughs> you are on the money. I'm with you. They finally made a good South Park RPG game that was funny. It was a blast, and it was just plain ridiculous, and that's my number one. So I'm with wow. you, dude, 100%. I didn't even know you played that, Billy. I did. I didn't beat it because I didn't beat anything that year. I didn't think it was a great year. Yeah, I was going through all these years and I was like, okay, for me personally, uh, 2014 is one of the lower points of the generation. Uh, it's not the lowest, in my opinion. We'll get to that year here in, in a few years. Heck, uh, Destiny was <laughs> there, Adrian. I mean, you, I mean, I can't be see. Low. Here's the thing, and that's what I'm going to talk about. I didn't play Destiny when I I didn't play Destiny until 2017 when it came or Destiny 2 came out. I played a little bit of the multiplayer uh, with friends once they allowed you to like boost a character up. You could just go on like you could start a character and just instantly boost them up and to play with friends and stuff. I never did any of the campaign in Destiny 1. I've gone back and I've watched like a freaking four hour video of the lore <laughs> of Destiny. It was great. I loved it. Um, but like. So I, I, yeah, I never played Destiny really outside of multiplayer when it originally came out. So, yeah, gotcha. Very, very nice. So uh, I think we have Bill. Why don't you read? Uh, not who you think's email too, because I was kind of tied into your last one. All right, not who you think. Right, it's in favorite game of 2014. I know it's not a full game, but The Last of Us Left Behind is my favorite. It was amazing and hit me by surprise. I like The Last of Us, but loved Left Behind. I won't spoil it. But all I'll say is that arcade game, though. Thank you. <laughs> and yes, you have very good taste, and I agree as well. Yeah, that 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 uh that arcade scene is is so great. I love that what they did with that scene. Definitely yep. play that game if you haven't. Um, um Jose's kind of goes in hand with yours, um, Adam. Jose. Jose. I, I have that one. I have my own list of things that people have like demon me. Oh, okay. Gotcha. So that's why you don't see it on there. Jose, uh, 2014, I will say, infamous second son. However, Bayonetta 2 came out this year, but on the Wii U, which, other than Adam, I don't know who even had a Wii U. Uh, I would absolutely <laughs> say that this was the best game of 2014, but I didn't play it until it yeah. came to the Switch. In fact, it is the original reason I got my Switch just for that game. But I fell in love with so many other more games since then. Now that I think about it, the reason I say Infamous Second Son is because it was the first PS4 game that got me to ask my partner for a PS4 for that Christmas, which he got me the Glacier White PS4. So oh, nice. Ooh, That's a great choice. Yeah. I love that. That looks so nice. Um, I've got some more Destiny ones. I'll go through all these Destiny ones. Uh, my friend Ryan uh, said Destiny for sure. I remember pulling all-nighters just by myself to play Destiny uh, because I have no friends. I added that last hmm. part. Um, <laughs> um, uh, Christian also said Destiny was my favorite game of 2014. Run runners up included Call of Duty, Advanced Warfare, Watch Dogs, and Titanfall. Um, nice. And then Titanfall our good friend uh, Zabe wrote in said, "I mean, mine is by all accounts Destiny. No other game was as fun as and was as fun and felt so good to play. That first raid was amaze balls. Uh, don't get me <laughs> wrong, the story was so confusing, but Peter Dinklage as the voice of your ghost was awesome." Exotics were so hard to get; it made Zer or made visiting Zer every week feel so much more important too. Very nice. Cool. Yeah, it's uh, it Destiny's good stuff. Yeah. Um, I want to. So Matt wrote in to podcast at thegamersadvocate dot com, just like you can. Stormageddon, who was on our show a few weeks ago, 
And he said, for me, it would have to be Shovel Knight by Yacht Club Games. From the music to the gameplay to design, it was That's flawless from toe to tip. And you toe know to what? Tip. Toe, from toe to tip. I like that. Tip to stern. I, you know, I enjoyed um, Shovel Knight. It wasn't my favorite, but one of its DLCs, which released in a later year, which I won't spoil for you now, even though everybody knows what it is, is one of the best games I've ever played ever. Spectre of Torment. You, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Why would you say that the Spectre DLC of Torment did, didn't come out until 2017, but that <laughs> was the true magic of Shovel Knight. It was so freaking good. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, hey guys, I saw the best movie ever. I'm not going to tell you. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you. So stay tuned. Like and subscribe. <laughs> like and subscribe. <laughs> Patreon only gets to know the name. Exactly. Egg freaking exactly. Um, so yeah, I will. Uh, one more from Mike Mosley said Castlevania uh-huh. Lords of Shadow 2. The first one got me interested. However, seeing that the second game went away from the mission-based levels to a full-on Metroidvania was the great part. That pulled me in deeper for the exploring, power-gaining secrets, and extra bosses. It just had me hooked. Nice. I've got one from one last one from my friend Connor. Uh, he said, I wasn't going to go with Watch Dogs, but I think Far Cry 4 had a slightly more cohesive story, and the gameplay was a little bit better. I'd say it was right. a lot better. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys didn't love uh, Watch Dogs, but no, friend, I hate that game with a passion. They liked it. So. It, had the, it had my favorite reveal of 2013 or whenever it was revealed. <laughs> All right, I, I would call that 2014's biggest letdown. Yeah, I would say that's probably true. <laughs> Bill, what's yeah. your game of 2014? Stick of Truth. Nice. I never played it. <laughs> I know. I still haven't played it either. I need to play that game. I personally so- just. I don't it was love fun to watch. I watched it all on Twitch, all full playthroughs, even speed runs. When uh... I heard Canada's ridiculous, <laughs> yeah. I don't love uh, South Park, uh, and it's strictly it's it's weird. I think I've talked about it before. It's literally just like the animation style. Uh, I'm not sure if like they animate things in like a normal FPS. Like I know some <laughs> cartoons will like do different <laughs> FPS on their. Well, they started Arcoons? with just cardboard cutouts and it was yeah, and it, actually. whatever. It, I don't know. It freaks me out. It looks creepy. <laughs> they have big eyes. I don't like it. So I don't watch it. It tricks the eyeballs. Adam, game of the year, 2014. My favorite game of the year is a game I won't talk about this week. So tune in next week to find out. exactly. <laughs> it might be the same. Your and I's might be the same, Adam. I, I think it might be. I think it, I think it was. So if, if you saw my tweet calling out for the favorite game of 2014, that secretly told you what my game of 2014 was. I didn't see it. Because <laughs> it is unequivocally Middle Earth Shadow. Oh, Mordor. Well, <laughs> it is. That's game. mine too. <laughs> oh, Jack, is that yours? God. Yeah, it is. I got it right in front of me. Oh my God, three out of four. <laughs> yeah. I'm serious. I had so much fun with that game. Yeah, oh, I love that game. Yeah, I, I didn't mean, like I- it. Oh, what? Bill, get Bill, out. I'm coming I'm like, over and beating your ass. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to come over and beat your ass more. So you're going to be ass beating today. The graphics and environments were boring looking, and I just thought oh, it was Bill. Oh, Bill. Bill. It's Bill. my thing. I beat the hell out of that game. I love the orcs. I love the graphics. I love the gameplay. I just thought it was so much fun. Environments yeah. were so boring Fuck and repetitive. You, Fuck you. It was not. It was fun. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I just, you know, I, I'm, I'm a huge Lord of the Rings fan, so that definitely didn't hurt. It's fact. Um, but it literally, for me, 
was the perfect marriage between Assassin's Creed and Batman Arkham series. It was so good. And yes. But the combat, the you know, expl- exploration, the checklist. I I also got the platinum trophy in that one because it had a great trophy list. So completing that game and finding everything was so rewarding. And I just could not get enough of this freaking game. You know, invading the fortresses and doing all this stuff and battling people and you know, learning some of the skills and stuff. It just man, it is so good. So yep. good. I uh, I wrote a little bit down because I in case I needed to send it to you if my internet crapped out. Um, <laughs> so I put I love the Lord of the Rings series. So so this was a game. Oh, so this game was a great entry to that story, regardless if canon or not. Uh, the combat, stealth, and movement were great, if not innovative, because we've seen them in countless other games before and after. Um, but the story of the ranger teaming up with the ring wraith was a fresh idea that allowed the player to have awesome abilities. For example, one that always sticks in my mind. You could pull out your bow, aim it at somebody, and then instead of firing an arrow, you could press a button that would teleport you to them oh, as the ring rate to assassinate them, and then you could chain that to other enemies nearby. Like, are you freaking kidding me? That's, <laughs> that was insane. Um, plus, once you thought you had the game figured out, they added a second map you could travel to in order to yeah. continue the hunt for your wife's murderers. I love it. The main character had a stupid name, too. Italian? Italian? I'm about to beat your ass. We're all going to Bill's house. We're going to pull him out right behind McDonald's and Whitehall, and that is where you will find his body. I also want to say, I think Middle-Earth Shadow of Mortar spawned probably one of the most disappointing things for this generation for me. Yeah, the game. Yes, because the game is just so awful. <laughs> but uh, I wonder if Bill played it on like PS3 because it released on PS3 and 360, and I remember watching videos of it, and it looks so bad. I did. Anyway, I played it on PC, and it looked amazing. Yeah, it looks. That's I thought why. I mean, it is dark because you're in Mordor. Like, it's not the most beautiful place, obviously, but oh. it's so much fun. But anyway, so I think one of the greatest parts of Middle of Shadow of Mordor, where if you would have, if we had this podcast, wait, we did. <laughs> if you would have listened to us back in 2014. Um, you would have heard me say that the Nemesis system is one of the most innovative and awesome things, and I think yep. so many games are going to adopt it and have different forms of it. It never happened. <laughs> like, what? Yeah, what is wrong with you people? Why not? But yeah, it's fantastic. I mean, the way that you found orcs and like, if you got killed, they would rise in power, and you would keep seeing the same enemies, and they had their own stories, and they would, you know, come back with you, and they'd remember how you killed them, and certain things like that and then once you finally took down like one of the big tiered levels of all the of all the enemies and you took stuff down it was so rewarding it was just a cool thing because you know one of the biggest problems in a lot of these games is a lot of the enemies are like the same like it's just you know they're cannon fodder basically the same things over and over again so this really gave a name and kind of backstory to a lot of these you know nameless orcs and it's just it was you know it was, wasn't super varied but it gave enough little you know, je ne sais quoi, as you will, to make it something yeah, special. And fighting styles, different weaknesses. They yeah. Were castles, you had to go in and like try and assassinate them or get them in different ways. I remember right. like being on a roof for like 30 minutes <laughs> to get the guy because I sounded the <laughs> alarm. All his little orc so buddy I had to pick <laughs> off like so many people and I just had to whittle it down. And then when I got him, it was so satisfying. So 30 minutes of just sitting there? <laughs> no, I was killing all his other buddies. There's, he's got like a hundred buddies. It's like invading a castle or a fortress in Odyssey. Yeah, like legitimately yeah. Like invading. There's like, like 20, 30 so enemies. You, I mean, some people just go charging in balls on fire, but I like to. That's what I did. I did light my balls on fire and charge <laughs> in as well. Because <laughs> then they just run away. You don't even have to fight them. 
they're just yeah, so scared no. run away and you know live to fight another day i mean it's amazing the kind of ai and stuff they thought of in it it's it's great well maybe if it was free on game pass with the free <laughs> with the paid subscription i would give it another try just to see but i, I did say- it on the 360 i think and i just was like well uh, I yeah, I mean, <laughs> like PC or something. You get way better graphics and and everything else. If you played on 360, that's probably why you hated it because it was not pretty on old those yeah. consoles. Yeah. It. Uh, do you like Lord of the Rings, Bill? Yeah. Okay. I mean, the Hobbit <laughs> movies were a bloated mess, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, at this point, with it being a, a six-year-old game, um, I still think it'd be fun. But I feel like at this point, like. A lot of the innovative features, but pretty much everything besides the Nemesis system has been in future games and improved upon. So, like if you were to go back and play it, you'd be like, "Oh, this feels kind of archaic." Um, so it's I just feel like have, Odyssey. I think it but, holds yeah. up. I think you, you might have a lot of fun. I, I think it holds up. Wait for a Steam sale or something, and, and get it on PC. Is my I'm not going to get it on PC. Watching. Well, then don't oh, get it, Bill. I'm not going to sit and play it on a laptop. That's for sure. Under- I wonder on PC if there's a mod to make your swords lightsabers because that would be fun to play. I'm sure there is. <laughs> now I might get it on PC. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You know, is, I, it, wait, is it legit not on Game Pass? I don't know. Uh, I don't. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't I, know. I know Shadow of War is. Well, Speaking Shadow of War which, was disappointing. Speaking of which, for as much as I loved Shadow of Mordor, I yeah. could not care less about Shadow of War, and I don't yeah. really understand why. It, was, I don't it know wasn't if, good. It wasn't I good. They, they, they like, cammed it up too much. Yeah. It's too cheesy. It was cheese ball. It, it was bad. Yeah. Did I you like it? Shadow I didn't like it as, no. It didn't like I blow didn't. me away as much as uh, like the first entry, but I I didn't finish it, but I did enjoy it. I didn't yeah. enjoy it. I thought like after the first hour, I'm like, this is lame. And I shut yeah, it off. I, I, I don't know if it had kind of the Fallout experience for me where Fallout 3 was just like the greatest thing ever. And then Shadow of War was just a little more of the same, but you it, know, was like it was like Fallout 4. It was like Fallout 4. It just like... didn't quite hit the same, but oh, mwah. Mwah. So many chef's chef. kiss. So yeah, that's the, it was funny because I like I forgot you know when I was when Adrian mentioned this thing and I looked back at 2014 I was like trying to remember what game and I like saw Shadow Mortar and I just got so happy <laughs> I just yeah. loved that game so much that's a killer Bell you've been oh. missing out on life well <laughs> you missed the wagon Billy I'm sorry but you so, are yeah. Gengar so whatever. I love how all three of us picked it so that's pretty cool yeah yeah <laughs> good work squad um I so think yeah, I have a future year too I've got one in mind oh nice nice um, well, I got 2016 locked down already, so whatever. Hey, there you go. Uh, we got a few more people that wrote in and sent us messages. Jim Tasty loves Smash Bros and Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> Dragon Age Inquisition, I could not get into. I don't know what it was. I think I got bogged down in the first area. Wait, because it was wasn't that the game of the year? It was for IGN, I think. Gave it okay. game of the year and stuff. Yeah, I I love Dragon Age, love Bioware, but I just couldn't do it. Uh, Christina said Pokemon Alpha Sapphire. That, those are great ones. Um, yep. Logan Plant, Smash Wii U. Julian said that or the Wolf Among Us. It's kind of a 2013, 2014 game. But I think yeah, I thought about that too. If you can count that, I would put that definitely at least in an honorable mention too. Yeah, yeah. that was great. And then was uh, it episodic? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. And that was back. You know, Telltale released one game every like 300 years. <laughs> it was like you never know. Actually, it was one good one every. You know. Yeah. Doing good. And Theodore M says, regarding the best game of 2014, I just want to enlighten all you folks that y'all wrong and that the game most <laughs> certainly is Binding of Isaac Rebirth. The uh, game is equal to a Flash game, which I put hundreds upon hundreds of hours into. And once yeah. finished, I eagerly awaited the rumored sequel for years. Once it arrived, I remember playing it for a day or so, and I had this feeling that I didn't like it. That was until I found out there was a filter to get rid of the pesky 16-bit art style, and it brought back the glorious Flash game textures. Although it was nice to be back in the old days, something didn't 
quite feel right. So suffice to say, I switched back a couple hours later and appreciated the 16 bits way more. Great game. Have it on four different platforms and over a thousand hours put wow. into it all together. Shout out uh, to Hearthstone I- and Shadow of Mordor too. Yeah, Hearthstone too. Shout out, honorable mention of Hearthstone. I had some fun playing that. But uh, yeah, Binding of Isaac. I've watched a ton of Binding of Isaac. I'm terrible at it. I've played it. Uh, I'm too bad to like beat it. Um, but yeah, it is sort of sort of like roguelike and um, you know randomly generated rooms and all that. And it's fun. It's super fun to watch and watch someone be successful. If you want to see a streamer who is really good at it and beat the hell of it, it's a Cobalt Streak on twitch uh he's a cool dude i'm subbed to him right now actually um so yeah good deal very nice well so there you have it three votes for shadow of mordor one vote for south park a stick of truth for our first game of the year one of us got it right so remember one of us yeah yeah, Yeah. thank you yeah we had so many people right in thank you all so much for that um and then remember next week we'll be looking at 2015 the year that started it all what is <laughs> exactly. it Who knows? Who I knows? Just Who knows? but it's uh should be fun to explore what it was and i'm excited because this is fun and i like looking back at the history of life you know Anywho. what i'm looking at you <laughs> oh thanks buddy but unfortunately gentlemen that brings us to the end of our show we had a lot of fun discussions and topics and we look forward to coming back next week but until then remember you can join us tonight 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for yeah. Gamers Advocate Game Night. Fall Guys on PS4 and Call of Duty Warzone, which is crossplay. But make sure you start that update or you will we'll not be playing with us. Right now. <laughs> exactly. Um, if you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at Adam Bankers. You can follow Bill at Shadow of Bordor is very Ooh. overrated. <laughs> I think you should have just ended with Shadow of Bordor, but that's just me. Yeah. And <laughs> at the Smoozilla, you can follow Jack. Oh, that's no man, buddy. There we go on twitch.tv slash snowman buddy. You can follow Adrian uh, at classic quiche 94. Oh, it is. Way, I told everyone. <laughs> do. Yeah. yeah. You can follow Bill at my stupid joke. purple mattress at I can't get anything right. And I'm dumb. Com. <laughs> it's not me, man. I ordered it all at the same time. The mattress is sitting right there looking at me. And now the frame was supposed to be here uh, last Friday. Then well, maybe Monday, if you like Shadow of Mordor, your stuff would show Wednesday, up on time. Thursday, <laughs> exactly. I'm gonna anyway. I'm gonna download it just to delete it again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, you can follow all my work on IGN.com, and you can follow me on Twitch, like you do right here at Twitch.tv/slash Adam Bankhurst. And if you like the Gamers Advocate, we would love if you shared it with a friend. If you went and reviewed us on iTunes, it really helps more than you can know, and we really appreciate all the support from so many of you out there really is the best we love y'alls so we really look forward to playing with some of you tonight we love looking forward to coming back next week and talking about 2015 and all the other craziness who knows maybe we'll have a release date for the next gen consoles but probably Probably (laughs) so So, i hope you guys have a great day and or night no we love you and we will see you next week Bye. peace